today we're going to talk about the the new operating system by Huawei. I think it was I think it's two years ago, right? So what under Trump? It's it's been in the making, whole thing. right? Under under Trump. Um, actually, in fact, longer than that. Been since Trump started sort of attacking, um, Huawei with first uh the chairman's daughter, and then after that sanctions on Huawei and blocking, um. Huawei blocking U.S. tech companies from having any business interactions with Huawei. That means, in the in that same aspect, companies like Google and so on cannot deal with Huawei. And just imagine, just just put put it put it, put it into perspective. Android is made by Google. Um, Huawei's phones used to uh, used to use the Android OS. So that was that was the most conflicting sort of thing. And in the tech world, it it was a bit divided, but. Google came out to say, well, if Huawei doesn't use Android, that would be a national security because, you know, it's sort of like, well, not a national security, but they were talking about, you know, which you could also understand is that right now they're using our stuff. You know, they're building everything that they have on our stuff. And now you're saying that, I think, you know, for in, in Trump's and in Trump's government perspective was maybe to cripple the fact that you wouldn't have anything. But the thing is, obviously, like, I think there has always been this push from Huawei because you know I think the the um, they've started to build their own operating system ever since two thousand and twelve or something so it goes a, a way back but you know the time to make the switch the longer the time you make the switch the better it was for Android because you know obviously they profited from the licensing fee and you know for for, for a lot of other things it's just more compatible. You know, the Android is pro- is the biggest operating system, right? Because every other phone manufacturer other than Apple uses Android as a base layer before they are, they start to add their own sort of like flavor to it. I think, but everything I uses think the Android. market share is yeah. about what, 70, 30 around there? Yeah, uh, and it's a much smaller piece of the cake. The The reason why Apple is also like the most profitable is because, well, you know, they target the high end and therefore they're able to sell their device at a much higher cost because a lot of Android phones, especially you, you think about like, you know, if you don't think about the flagships and, you know, the new Samsung or the new sort of Google Pixel and stuff, most of those phones are like pretty cheap, right? Like there's a lot of Android phones that goes for like $100 to $100. And those are like what's making the volume essentially, right? So now there's a lot of things about Harmony OS. You know, a lot of people are saying, well, it's just a copycat of Android and it's really nothing new. And well, we would like to disagree with this in the podcast, but obviously, you know, like it is definitely, it will definitely resemble Android, right? Um, Because I mean, you don't need to reinvent the wheel, but there is a lot of fundamental difference that also show the sort of ambitions of Huawei for the future and the sort of overall, you know, where tech is heading towards to, right? Uh, They, I mean, Huawei has been starting working on their Harmony OS for a long time, as I said earlier. They've been starting probably around 2012. So they finally announced it last year. There's been a lot of trailer. I think this year was the first year that they actually, you know, pushing it out on on phones but even these days i'm looking at the you know i'm looking around and i think a lot of people except if you're a better tester you know it's not on you know production phones yet i think it's gonna take a while right i mean they just released it in in june um yeah i think second of june but but if you're familiar with it you would find the harmony os this is harmony os 2 so you find harmony os being released on their smart tvs 
since twenty twenty. Um, but I guess yeah. I guess the the whole the whole background and the whole operating system behind is slightly different between the first version and this version because I th- if I'm not wrong the first version is pretty much very similar to Android, right? And then in this version they probably spend the year refining things and trying to draw a difference and and you know the 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 point is that they are not trying to replicate Android. They are trying to make an independent system that um, have a bigger use than just mobiles. Yeah, so that's the biggest difference, right? So they, I think if you've watched the presentation, they've emphasized IoT maybe a thousand hundred times, you know, like hundred thousand times. Um, <laughs> Literally every, every, every 15 speak- minutes. <laughs> Yeah, they're just talking about, you know, the Internet of Things, how, how many of us is really um, wanting to create this ecosystem from the ground up. You know, they're partnering with, like, home appliance giants such as... Uh, how do you pronounce this in, in English? Um, my, my dear? Media. Uh, media. Media. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, DJI, the drone sort of uh, giant in the world, um, which we'll really do an episode on DJI. They're, like, super interesting company. Oh, yeah. Um, Watchmaker, Tissot, and Swatch, you know, they're really sort of focusing on making sure that their sort of operating system is really oriented to the Internet of Things. So it's an interesting position because as much as the Internet of Things is going to be, it is a huge deal already, right? You think about robots, you think about smart appliances, you think about where this overall direction is going towards to, is definitely going to be the future because, you know, in the future, you'll probably, you know, everything that you own will be more or less connected. That, that's, that's the vision, right? But I guess increasingly, it'll take a bit of time for that to sort of assimilate everywhere, right? And right now, when you buy new appliances, you know, they're selling it as an additional function. But I think the point is that things, it needs to be an, an embedded function in every single device, before it becomes yeah. sort of a norm for everyone, right? But also when you think about it is that it's still hard to, because ultimately the way you interact with an operating system is, you know, like you don't need to sort of uh, control your smart appliances all the time. If you think, I'm, I'm taking, for example, people who use iPhones, in iPhones, you have this um, ecosystem connected with an app, right? That is the home OS and that is the home app. And although Apple is coming up and, you know, with ambitions to improve on the home OS and, you know, there's the whole thing with like the standardization of like smart appliances and everything, it's still something that is um, pretty in the, in the works right now. Like it's not something that's concrete. Plus, like, this new form of operating system is not going to be as much, you know, like, sort of something that you interact with directly, right? Because it's more something that you'll be speaking to, right? To your smart uh, Alexa or your Google or whatever or your Siri for, for those who, are, who, who really want to speak to Siri for some reason. But there is, it's not something that's going to be as front-facing and therefore this IoT aspect of the focus of Harmony OS is, is a bit harder to grasp, right? But if we come back a bit and we talk about, okay, now you've got this new operating system that is not yet in the phones, but, you know, what is the biggest challenge, right? Why would people sort of support you? You know, in the world now, there is just really a binary choices of between Android and, you know, sort of uh, the Apple's uh, iOS. Why would people use Harmony OS, right? And I think even for a Chinese user, you, you could say, well, 
well, support support the country, right? Support the uh, sort of national champion. Yeah, that, but that will only get you so far, right? One of the biggest challenges you'll have is that, you know, if your operating system is not compatible with any of the apps, which is, you know, 100% of what people need these days, obviously it's going to be compatible with like the national champions, WeChat and everything. So maybe that's going to be enough, right? I think WeChat is like a big, is always this big sort of like center of gravity when you're talking about operating system, because, you know, even when Apple was sort of facing criticism in China and everything, it was a big thing whereby people were saying, you know, people don't care about the Apple ecosystem because if WeChat can't be on on uh, Apple's devices, which was like sort of rumored to be under the Trump administration and the ban on WeChat and everything, um, they were saying, well, you know, that would hurt Apple's margins so much because people will just switch to something else if they can't use WeChat. I mean, from that perspective, it's just like saying you if you can't use WhatsApp, what's what's you know how how important it is in 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 your daily usage of your phone. Nowadays, people it's like saying you buy a phone but you can't call. Yeah, I think I think it's worse than that, right? Because like I think and the, the, we've emphasized this a, a hundred times as well is that it's not just saying that you can't use WhatsApp if you buy a phone. It's saying that you can't use WhatsApp Deliveroo, you can't use Uber, you can't. It's like all of those because WeChat represents so much more than just a messaging system, right? But th- but that's the thing, yeah. So that's if. How many OS is definitely going to be compatible with the national champions when it comes to tech, right? Because, but but they're also, but that's also a bit part of a bigger push because they're all going to be compatible with all Android apps. So that's sort of normal because that's sort of the um, the standard. Like you're coming with a new operating system, you want to make sure at least all the apps that exist today can be on your operating system. Now, the question remains to see whether, first of all, you know. Is that going to diverge, right? Is are people going to have to do something for Harmony OS? Um, because right now, yes, your your app is compatible, but what if you come up with an update? You know, Harmony OS is not going to follow Android on a parallel basis. Therefore, you know, next year or in two years' time, when you know there are fundamental changes to the way Android operates and then Harmony OS operates, then would developer need to code something for both Harmony OS and Android? Therefore, you know, and if that happens, are developers willing to to do the push? Yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess that at the point, right? I mean, right now, any any app developer would be pretty much you know coding their apps in maybe maybe two forms in in for iOS and then for Android, and then if you're Harmony OS, that means you need to code for three different ones. If yeah, yeah. Right? once you start getting a deviation, then it becomes you know, is it worth spending time to do that, to keep up the changes and and constantly update because of all these deviations. So that would be you know definitely worthwhile if there's enough people using Harmony OS, right? Um, and especially like the Chinese market is really big, so I don't think you know like no. But the thing is, uh, it's, 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 it's a chicken and egg problem there. You see, because exactly um, yes. You see, it's first of all right now. I mean, from very from at, at this point right now, only Huawei said that they'll use Harmony OS, right? We know that Huawei. Well, but, yeah, yeah. yeah, because it's it's their it's their OS, right? They they few two yeah. three years back they were the third largest phone maker. Right. Right now, for the past two years, their market share has dropped significantly. Even their yeah. even even Honor, which is their the the budget version of Huawei that had that spun out of Huawei last year, um, came out to say that they will still continue using Android. You know, you have yeah. you have Oppo, you have Xiaomi, you have you know other other brands that will still continue to use Android. Maybe not because they don't support Huawei or whatsoever, but it's just 
such a big switch into like you said a, a foreign environment um, whereby there's a lot of unproven usage you might have issues with apps will be a big challenge for their business and their sales yeah if how many OS is ever going to make it it needs to be good enough for people to want to transition to it and that includes all the national champions that includes Honor Oppo Xiaomi OnePlus and all of those phone makers that are so famous now even in the west or but but like especially in Southeast Asia and in India for example right and you know you really need if Harmony's OS is ever going to be something more than just the operating system that Chinese people use or the, the operating system that China uses it needs to be good and it needs to be something uh, not necessarily exceptional but it needs to be reliable and needs to be able to compete no I, I, th- I, I think it needs to be exceptional um, it needs to be extremely competitive it needs to be way there must be some functionality that makes it better than Android to get people to switch, right? Essentially, why would you Oof. switch when everything is, is, is doing well right now? Are you just switching for the sake of switching? Or because you're switching because I see that it's positioned differently and I see that it's positioned on a trajectory that would be helpful in the long run. I think the national champions might be the first one to make the switch maybe for more like the same reason why Huawei had to make the switch sort of like maybe for for security reasons and you know for the long-term sustainability reasons and then that will come to the push of these hardware makers to when if they dominate a market then maybe other smaller phone makers are going to switch but it is hard to see for now at least I have a hard time imagining um non-Chinese companies adopting in, in, Harmony in, OS. In fact, actually, I would think differently, no? I would think the hardware, the Chinese hardware makers would make the switch first to have Harmony OS compatible. Yeah, that's what I said. Then the Chinese yeah. players, the Chinese phone players. That means Oppo wait, 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 and wait, wait, Xiaomi wait. will probably be, be later, right? Versus, then, versus then the who? appliances. Versus, you know, IoT well, I mean, appliances the, and, and Yeah, companies. but like... The, the appliances, I think th- those will be just a matter of, uh, as in appliances, I don't think you'll have to make a single choice, right? The same, the same way your robo vacuum is compatible with Alexa and Google and you know Apple. I think for the appliances, they just need to integrate like, um, you know, they'll be compatible with maybe all three or you know like I think that's fine, especially you know with the Zigbee alliance, which is you know the alliance to sort of standardize the way Internet of Things will operate and how they're compatible with everything. It seems, dif- it seems that everything will be compatible with everything, essentially, right? So I think in terms of appliances, that won't be really an issue. It's more about... It, it, it does really look like, at, at least for the short term, that it's going to be sort of a national thing, right? More than an international thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just like how we see the consumer apps, right? The, the difference in consumer apps about you have the Chinese version of everything... Um, and then you see them deviating um, in terms of where, where they grow, right? So right now, in, in China, when it comes to Harmony OS, it's, it's in this budding phase, right? It would probably look very similar to Android, or, or rather it looks very similar to Android, but going forward, as it develops, as it finds different functionality, it will be different. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and, and I think as a tech enthusiast, <laughs> I'm just really happy to see more competition. And I think uh, if you have more competition, if you have more sort of, things into in the world that's just going to make it more interesting first of all on, on the tech side right to, to see what things you know 
Huawei can come up with and future tech companies are going to come up with. The same way, you know, I think, because uh, th- that's the name we've mentioned earlier, DJI, uh, one of the biggest drone companies, you know, that's something that was pioneered. Like, I mean, the drone technology has definitely not been pioneered in China per se, but DJI had been such a big company and, you know, like uh, having such establishment in the market, it was really interesting. And, and it's really good to see China coming up with their sort of own national champions and and establishing themselves into the market uh, as leaders, right? Because DJI is definitely a leader in the um, in the uh, in the drone market. You can see with the sort of uh, Insta three hundred and sixty and the sports camera. I think just having more sort of head to head competition. You know, forgetting about like just what you've mentioned, the um, the sort of security threat and everything. It's just nice, right? Like competition. It is always good for consumers at the end of the day. So, yeah. Um, We'll end the episode here. I think the Huawei was much more of a sort of open-ended discussion, so apologies if it was not as structured. But it's definitely a very interesting question that I think, first of all, we want to bring to light the fact that, you know, Huawei came up with their own sort of operating system. And I think a lot of people don't understand how binary the, the operating system choice is, right? Because you, a lot of people say, oh, you know, my Samsung doesn't use the same thing as... Uh, maybe, um, you know, the Google Pixel or whatever. But all all the underlying is Android, just with, you know, refinements on top of it by the phone manufacturer. Uh, And therefore, you know, having a third operating system is huge, just in general. But what it represents is even bigger. So so it's really interesting to see. And there's just so many questions surrounding it um, that that will, like, sort of unfold themselves over the next few years. Um, Yeah, so we'll end the episode here. Uh, as always, thanks guys for listening. Uh, you can catch us at Productive Lizzie Sundays on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. I feel like I'm forgetting a social platform, but yeah. <laughs> as always, we'll catch you guys on the next episode.